Now come, I tell you the the lotto, eh? The end of the book story, a book, eh? Okay. I promise to tell you which country has the most NQ. Do you know which one? Maybe you could guess. I give you a bottle of water. <laughs> Who say Taiwan? Right hand. Uh, anybody else? Something else? Chicken. Outside also can tell me how many. Huh? Slovenia. Uh huh. Norway. Norway. Spanish. 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 Uh, Spanish people. Okay. What else? Turkey. Turkish. Turkey. Huh? Turkey. Turkey. Republic Czech. A Turkey. Okay. Czech. Czech. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. India. Anybody else? Huh? England. England. Uh, anybody else? Japan. Japan. Anybody else? Huh? Switzerland. Switzerland. Anyone else? Continent. Huh? <laughs> I ask a country. I don't tell you. Korea. Any continent? Uh, human. Huh? Romania. Co- Romania. Korea. What else? Hungary. Hungary. China. China. Speak for your own. Hmm. <laughs> Singapore? I would say Vietnam then, so easy. No, no. I mean, according to the standard of what you're doing, like Singapore, speak for Singapore, or, <laughs> you know, China, speak for themselves. Who else outside? Any name? Argentina. Argentina? USA? USA? Canada? Canada? France? France? Hmm? Costa Rica? Costa Rica? Belgium? Belgium? Anything else? Anything else outside? <laughs> you have to speak for your country. Anybody else outside around here? Austria. Austria? New Zealand. New Zealand? You have to think really suspecting that country, not to say it because it is your country. Because eh? that's not fair and it's not real accuracy. Yeah? Don't let your opinion, I mean, your tradition or your personal emotion to be the church? Germany. 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 Estonia. Estonia. Sweden. Sweden. Denmark. Mozambique. Mozambique. Mexico. Mexico. Brazil. Brazil. Philippines. Russia. Yeah, what else? I just tell you, okay? There were one, two, three, four, five, yeah? The top five, okay? But the top five is very, uh, very far from each other. From the first to the, the second is very far. The three, four, five is, you know, okay, similar, yeah? It's uh, acceptable. But the first and the second is wide apart, like the ocean that separates the continent. Guess which country? South Africa, Philippines, Brava. No, it's India. Oh. <laughs> there, you have a bottle, half a bottle of water. <laughs> the one who say India. Why did you say India? Why? Because even though most people are poor, but they are very pure, and I think that very noble to me. How you know? It's a feeling. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, we just trust your feeling. <laughs> ah, this one, I'm sorry. Oh, you want the half that I drink already? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> ah, 
India, okay? Is that any surprise to you? Okay, but we normally wouldn't think about that, hey? Because you thought, okay, if it's a noble country, he must, the country must have been going out and helping a lot, a lot of people. Not necessary. They are just learning from the Supreme Master Ching Hai. <laughs> if they go and help because he says so, they're learning, yeah? They're learning to be more noble, and that is fantastic. But the inherent noble quality as a race, as a collective consciousness, that India have. Okay, I give you another chance. A second best, a second nobler country. You see? Huh? Nepal. <laughs> Nepal. Okay, wait a minute. Maybe we talk about that later. So why India? Just tell me. Now that you know it is India, at least you can tell me why or not. There are more vegetarians there than anywhere else in the one person at a time, raise your hand like everybody else. Vegetarian. Mm-hmm. You think that developed their quality or because they have quality so they are vegetarian? Huh? Because they are vegetarian? Or is it because they have already noble, compassionate, so they, have, they are vegetarian? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, think, I think it's because they put the accent in the spiritual things and not in the material things. What else? There have been very, very many enlightened um, masters before. Mm-hmm. Same. same. Religions originate from there, and great masters came from there. Oh, it's the same. Hmm? Okay. What else? Very simple, and they, are, they don't have much money. They have no materials. They don't depend on. Mm. Mm, but they have no choice now. Now, you mean the poverty, poverty and suffering, but there are many other countries who suffer also. Not just India, no. And by the way, now India is one of the top developers, eh? India has more billionaire than other rest of the India. I told you already. Told you on flying news, no? You didn't watch. Okay. Yeah. Meditate a lot. Mm. They have strong faith in God. Mm-hmm. They are very, always very happy, no matter what happens. I think they have very strong faith, devotion. Yeah. That comes first to them. That's correct, also. No violence. No what, love? No violence. 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 Oh. I ask why, I don't ask the outcome. Yeah, okay, what else? Yeah, it boils down to the point that they really have strong faith in God over there. No matter they have master or don't have master, they, they always have very deep devotion inside. That's why they don't blame anything, anybody in their situation. They accept it as God's will. Because of strong faith in God, they're always happy no matter what. They're very poor but happy. If you go to India, you see a lot of smiling face, no? Huh? Smiling face everywhere, no? Mm. Whether it's a poor village or dirt poor, really, they're always smiling. And the first thing they say to you is, Ram Ram, or Hari Hari, you know, like God, the name of one of the names of God. Yeah. They just greet you like that. Hello, hello, Ram Ram. Yeah. <laughs> they greet you like they greet God. Yeah. Always think, remember that. I think it deep-rooted in their tradition also. They were, they were taught since they were kids.
kids about the value of spiritual faith. Yeah, maybe that's why. And then, of course, because of that, it's deep rooted tradition, and everybody's, uh, I would say, like helping each other to remember God in their way. Yeah, in their way, either through it, through a stone, or through a river, or through a mountain. They still devoted through through it to the highest God. Yeah. And I think that's their very deep understanding about God. So it's not like they worship a stone and they, they think God is that stone. I think they're not that. They just use it. Yeah? Okay. Is there, or any uh, image of a uh, past master, they know it's through that. Hey, they still have the most high behind it. Yeah? And because of that, they put their uh, learning into practice. So most of them vegetarian. You see what I mean? Even if they don't have a master, they are illiterate or they don't have enough food, huh? they're still vegetarian. You see what I mean? So actually, even then, so it's no surprise that they have the highest noble quality of all the nations. I'm very sorry to say, but I'm happy to say at least there's one rose. <laughs> yeah? Okay. So the next one, second chance now. Tell me. Tell me. Okay, we have already Canada and what? Philippines. Thailand. Thailand. Tibet. Tibet. Taiwan. Taiwan. Israel. Huh? Israel. Israel. Thailand. Thailand. See how conventional you are. You know, Tibet. Because we have a lot of monk rope. <laughs> Thailand, similar. <laughs> Yeah, okay, what else? Cuba. Cuba? Uh-huh. What else? America. Mongolia. Mongolia? Egypt. Italy? Australia. Australia. Just tell me why you think like that first, also. Any of you defend for your territory, tell me why. <laughs> tell me. The part about Mongolia and, Mongolia and they have nothing, it's just very bare and they look very a little bit maybe like India, they mm-hmm. have a deep understanding of each other and of mm-hmm. their horses and mm-hmm. very connected to the land and they seem quite uh, honorable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Of course, yes. I was thinking of the animals, Bali. Bali. They are very similar to India, I think, that spiritual. Um, really? I, I don't think they have the same spirituality, but they are very spiritual. Okay. Mm. Huh? What else? I want to hear why you choose that country. Tibet? Spiritual tradition. What condition? Spiritual tradition. They have a long tradition. Tradition. Mm. Okay. And Thailand? Um, Same reason. Same reason. Spiritual. Strong faith. Strong faith. They were happy people. Happy people. Mm. It has to be inside, eh? the genuine insider, not just the tradition, okay? I think the Switzerland, because they have a, a Red Cross. Red Cross? It started yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, one person. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> okay. We have heroes in every country, okay? And then it started, it continued, and it became international. But I'm talking about a whole country the whole race, the whole consciousness of that whole country. Okay? Okay. Now, what next? 
Canada. Canada, why? They are both of you, why? They are wish they uh, accepted in the laws that uh, to emphasize humanity and to treat refugees very well. Uh, they put in laws. For example, no, no death uh, sentence. Mm. How many countries have that? Hmm? Why? Why Canada? No, I'm not rejecting you. I'm just I'm just adding to your. Uh, a friend of mine said to me that she lived in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. In Vancouver, there are fifty, sixty percent vegan living people and very spiritual people. So I think uh, there are not so many people in the whole country, but uh, in the um, cities. Mm -hmm. So maybe they have um, a little bit more consciousness. Mm. Um, to live with vegan. Mm. Okay. Who else? Who else for Canada or Thailand or Tibet or whoever just speak it up? Anybody outside who raise hand and I don't hear? Anybody who wants to speak, go to the window. <laughs> no? No more. Anybody else? Uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica, why? Uh, to uh, Supreme Master Television, uh, Costa Rica, the government, uh, very noble. He do many things for all people and all nation. Is uh, mm. okay. Good. Who else for Costa Rica? Speak up. Is that it? They don't have uh, any army in Costa Rica. Uh huh. No, the Peaceful other country, country also don't have. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What else? Don't just according to SMTV, huh? <laughs> we encourage all aspects of virtues in all different countries. I'm asking only here, the NQ part, okay? Yeah. Okay. Why? They seem to have a lot of knowledge of deep spiritual understanding and seem to be really good. Like India, they really worship everything from God. All right. Who else? Any other country? Malaysia. Uh huh. Strong faith in God. Uh huh. And uh, they have brotherhood. Uh huh. I mean, they have each other. Ah, yeah, yeah. Understand. Okay. Okay. Who else? But uh, many Muslim countries do that. They help Muslim. Yeah. They help each other. It's a real tradition from the old time, just like the Essenes. Remember, all the old tradition. All the new tradition, they continue from the old tradition. They retain some goodness in it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. What? See, like Christianity, they also help each other. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it just continue the goodness of the tradition. Maybe spiritual aspect, maybe not as high, but the goodness tradition, some is still kept. Anyone mentioned the country yet, Master? What? Second one. No, I'm not asking. You're not asking me a question. I'm asking you a question. I vote uh, Iceland. Iceland. Tell me. Why? The way the people are, the ones I've met. Uh-huh, okay. Possible? Hmm? Tell me. Tell us about the Iceland people. Uh, sociable, considerate of other people, caring. Mm. Compassionate. Ah, good for you. you. Meet a good guy. Good one. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they are nice as a whole, you know? They're very nice. Okay, who else? 
That's good to know that many countries you mentioned, you see the positive goodness in them. I'm very happy that you have seen it. Yeah, you have seen it. Very good. Good for you. Who else? Japan, tell me why. They really like see people and uh, develop really fast. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. Who else? Morocco, tell me why. Warm, hospitable, friendly, faith in God. A lot of faith in God. Any other entries before the lotto close? Huh? What? Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. What else? Caring for whom? For their people. Mm, okay. Well, that's the way they should do, no? At least they should help their own citizens. Anybody else? No, huh? Time's up, huh? Sweden. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Yeah? Oh, it's a good country, one of the very stable socially, yeah? And they take care of their citizens. I'm very happy for them. Okay, what else? And they're also good with the refugees and all that. You're right also. Next one. Huh? Africa, which one? The whole continent? You have never been, so why you just say it? Uh, you have to know the country before you speak for them, okay? It would be safer that way, yeah? You speak from your own heart, you know, from your own feeling. Yeah, next. Otherwise you can name forever, just get the whole list of the world country and then you just point any to me. Philippines? Philippines, why? Tell me. They are. What else? Ah, refugees and all that, and vegetarian promotion. Okay, what else? Okay. Huh? China again? Okay. Tell me why. Okay. They are just learning. It's not like they had it. Different. Okay? Never mind. Suffering doesn't make you become more compassionate, huh? Only when you see somebody suffer and you feel love for that person, that is compassion. Okay? But of course, suffering sometimes helps you to feel when some, you see something else different from somebody else, you know how he suffered because you have suffered before. Mm. It, it helps somehow to develop your compassion. Okay, what next? That's it, we empty the... United Emirates? Yeah. They're rich. Oh, they support brother, uh, sister Muslim. Okay, the other Muslim country, more or less, they do that. It's, their, it's in their tradition. Yeah. All right. Okay. You give up? Okay. Oh, you did mention it, Canada. Wow. Ah, surprise! <laughs> it's not because of vegan, yeah? No, it's just 
They just have noble quality. But I'm sorry to say that the gap between the India and the Canada is very wide. They're only there because nobody else was there. <laughs> you know, if we want to make like top five, then we have to count like that. Otherwise, uh, you see, most of the country have like five or six, seven, ten, fifteen. Many other countries are like that, you see? So the top five, number one, India, 60% noble quality. And the second, Canada, 20, 21. Oh, 20, 21, okay. I mean, like 20 plus. <laughs> and then the, the next one, next one, the third one. Oh, have a third chance. <laughs> Would you ever guess? You know, only, would you believe it's Canada? Not really, huh? <laughs> you only think of the monks' rope and Tibetan and Thailand and Buddhist tradition. There's a difference between the tradition and the real, genuine, noble quality inside. You see what I mean? Sometimes it displays, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, like, okay, we say India is a noble country. But we don't have any proof of it. <laughs> you see what I mean? For example, we would look for, okay, must help other people a lot. You know, they, don't, they can't, they, they're poor, you know. <laughs> oh, must be this and that and others, achievement or taking refugees or whatever, they don't do any of those things. But the inside quality is really noble. The whole race, you know what I mean? Of course, there are exceptions everywhere, eh? but like the consciousness of the race is sixty percent no noble. If they're all vegetarian, they probably have been hundred percent, eh? But some of them are not because of different religion coming in after after the Hinduism. Okay, so now you got the right, the second of it. Tell me the third. <laughs> third time luck, no? Three time charm. Tell me, maybe you're right this time. If you say it right, I promise I stop right there. I will not uh, asking you around. Okay, this time. Tell me. Nem. <laughs> Sorry. Huh? Nope. 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 Denmark, nope. Belgium, nope. 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 Taiwan. Nope. Nope. Spain. Nope. Cuba. Nope. Nope. Italy. Nope. Costa Rica. Nope. Nope. Don't repeat, huh? Germany. Germany. Nope. Check it out with Germany. I don't think so, but I check it out by the way, in case. Nope. Hmm. What? Nope. <laughs> huh? Nope. 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 Italy. Nope. 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 Holland? Island, no? Hmm? No. No. No, no. 
Mexico, nope. Give up. Nope. 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 Give up. Nope. 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 What is that? Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia, yes. He just saying that, but he don't even know about it. <laughs> just desperado, nobody else. Or, okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's surprised. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, uh, diamonds uh, sometimes in the rough, eh? Yeah. Okay, the next one, eh, Germany. They're very close to each other. Mm. Yeah. So how many we had already? Four. And the rest are just, you know, similar. The next one is uh, Denmark, eh? And friends, share. Yeah, fifth, share together. And uh, many others are below that, okay? The rest, yeah. Okay, uh, but the, the mark is very wide, okay? Except the, from Canada down to the fifth, then it's similar. Like only Canada, uh, 21, yeah? And uh, Czech is uh, uh, 18, yeah? yeah? And Dutch is 17, yeah? And Denmark, uh, 15 and a half. <laughs> and French, uh, 15, something. Uh, it's something like that, okay? Yeah. Okay, that's the top five. Everybody else is similar, similar, all right? Are you happy? No, you're not. <laughs> You prefer it be your country. And the American like it, America. And the Sweden like it, Swiss, uh, Swedish, and the Switzerland love to be Switzerland. I'm sorry, it's in none of my interest to say which country is what. Yeah. Uh, some countries surprise me also, you know, like Czechoslovakia, whoever thought about it. It didn't come into my mind, it just came out because, because of this question, yeah? Yeah, okay, huh? <laughs> You're welcome. Mm. So, but there's still hope for every country, okay? If you develop yourself into more noble way of life, then your country will also elevate, yeah? Your country depends on you, okay? <laughs> you practice until you become yourself nature, second nature, or only one nature, and then your country also benefits from it. Many people in your country practice noble quality, then your country will rise up as a whole consciousness. Understand me? Yeah. Not one person can make up, uh, you know, India 60% of noble quality, you know? Or not the one person in Canada make up with, uh, 21%, yeah? That's a whole race, a little bit here and there, yeah? I mean, not like the whole, everybody put together, it become only 20%, no. I mean, uh, if you take 100% as a measurement, you know, then that country stands at 21 point. That's what it means, yeah? But for me, um, I think anything uh, above 50, we could count better, right? Yeah. And the rest are just for you to know. Hmm? India is still top 10, huh? mm -hmm. But you're not surprised about that, though. 
Yeah? No? But not uh, only one of you choose it. <laughs> I heard many repeating, but I hear only one India. Yeah? Because you think it's a poor country. What does it have to offer to become a noble you know, race? No, it doesn't have to be material. India offer idealism, okay? spiritualism, love for God, pure devotion. Yeah? So that is what it offers. More than, it's more precious than material thing, no? And it's indestructible, indestructible. Hmm? Uh, material, you might give or you might not give. People get fed today, hungry tomorrow, but they come and go. Hmm? And material things you can practice. Okay, you might not have big high IQ, but you see the neighbor give five dollars, you want to give ten dollars to impress the daughter, it might be possible. <laughs> Material things you can learn and you can give, yeah? But the inside quality, it takes a long time to mature, like diamond, the real diamond, you know? It has to be in the heat, in the pressure of the earth and all kind of atmosphere, all kind of uh, chemical influence in order to be from, from a coal, you know, black or dirt to become a shining diamond. Take a long time. Spiritual practitioners is also the same. If you want to distinguish yourself from diamond, between diamond and dirt, you have to try hard. Okay? Yeah. It can be a quick heat and quick pressure and become diamond, or it can be a long while too. Yeah? So we offer the Quanning method, it's a quick pressurize for diamond. Okay? <laughs> Scientific, high tech. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to believe that India is a highest among the world about noble quality, eh? Yeah, but come to think about it, it's logical, eh? Yeah. It's not like I thought about it myself. It just come out in the chart. You understand me? Yeah. I just inquire. I never church any country. I wait to see which one. You know, I asked myself and I researched myself. I did not logicalize like I'm talking to you right now. I didn't have to explain to myself like this. It come out and it comes out. And then this explanation come later now because you need to know. I just need to let you know more clear about why. That's all. Yeah. And why you did not think of India as the top one, or top ten, or top five. Yeah, I also don't blame you. You see India as nothing, and nothing to offer, yeah? Oh, wandering monks, oh, we have it everywhere. Oh, so easy, you know? Maybe they're poor, or they have nothing to do, so they go become a monk. Uh, maybe. Yeah, you don't know. They have idealism, you know? Anyway, uh, this is some inner quality. You see what I mean? Yes, it's but difficult for everyone to see it, huh? That's why only one of you think it's India. But she might not even be convinced. She just say one of the names, because nobody else say it, perhaps not. Or perhaps she knows about it. Eh? She makes friends with many Indians. Yeah. They seem to be very hospital people. Hmm? It's like that in India. At one time, the Indian government uh, wanted to stop foreigners coming into India because they just came there and uh, take advantage of the goodness of the poor people. Because in India, even if they're poor, they offer you everything they have. Hmm? I went into a cave in India at that time when I was still a wandering mendicant, you know, I went into a cave up onto a high Himalaya region. 
just by chance I found a cave. I wanted to I wanted to see a, a renunciate a nun who lives in a cave in that region. But as any cave or mountain, you never have a map, <laughs> you know. Like, okay, they tell you, oh, you know, the ship shepherd tell you, ah, oh, yeah, right, right. You ask them if he's right, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ask them, oh, then, then I go left or go straight, ah, oh, straight ahead. <laughs> and then later you ask another guy, straight ahead. You keep straight ahead, and then you go nowhere. They always say straight ahead. <laughs> Okay, they just say like, go ahead, you know, just go ahead. Whatever you ask, to say, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I keep going ahead until I cannot go anymore ahead. <laughs> I cannot find uh, the nun that I I want to see. She is not from India. She maybe from some from Europe. But she's a fantastic artist. Not only is she a renunciate, you know, she lived there like a yogi in a cave. She lived simple, yeah. Sometimes people go up and visit her cave and bring some potato or something which she like. Otherwise, she just lived whatever she can. She, she, she raised some sheep, you know, <laughs> for milk, I guess, yeah, and from, for clothing, yeah. And, uh, okay, she lived in a cave up there somewhere very high. Difficult to find. There's no road, not even a small road. But if it's a small road, you have to know where to turn and... There's so many rows in the mountain, you know, small row or sheep row, you know, can't find it. So I came back down, and I happened to stumble into another cave. Yeah, I was with one uh, one lady companion. I don't, I don't remember how I got into her company. <laughs> Probably we were also both a lonely traveler, and then get talking and say, "Oh yeah, let's go and see her in together." So we couldn't find it. So I went down there and uh, find another cave somehow, a little bit lower. Oh, that cave is beautiful. I wish I could stay there. You know, big cave, you know, so big, big like, uh, you know, these two, uh, the room and the tent together. That big, okay? Not yet, not yet. (laughs) High ceiling, higher than this, okay? The entrance is a little bit lower, so you have privacy and enough shade. Not yet. (laughs) <laughs> the best is to come. Inside, there is a hole in the rock on the floor, on the very far corner, where you will not come and like stumble on it or not hindering of any kind. Clean water, like from this bottle. You look at it, so cold water and clean, and it keeps dropping from the... Ceiling nearby, keep dropping it. You know, very small, small coming in. You know how they live in there. And in the corner, they have a fireplace, of course. Uh, there are about five, five monks living there together. Maybe that's their residence. And when we came in, oh, they immediately welcomed us. We didn't bring anything at that time. I didn't know that I should bring potato or anything. I didn't bring anything at all, and we don't... We don't look rich, you know. Yeah, okay, and they welcome us, you know, the chief of the cave. Oh, they have a chief. It look like he bring, I don't see anywhere, but he bring out a long, big china carpet, spread it out on the floor for us to rest, and they bring whatever food they have, get the water from the ground and give it to us to drink, and give a blanket even. 
I don't know where he got all that from. It looked like brand new. Maybe magic, I don't know. <laughs> because I didn't see it in a cave. Suddenly, when the evening come, you know, almost evening, he just prayed it out for us to sleep. Uh, but I thought to myself, we are two women, you know, and they are monks, you know, all monks. I don't want to tarnish their reputation any chance at all. I see it's not convenient to stay there. So before it's dark, I say, we, we are not staying, we thank you very much, but we better make it back to the, to, you know, the mud hood, whatever <laughs> that we have at that time. So we both tried to find a way to go down. Whatever it is, I decide not to stay in that cave anyway. There's enough room, I just didn't want to. At that time I was kind of strict. <laughs> yeah, I probably do the same. I don't know now. I don't feel at ease, you know? Yeah. So, oh, why do I tell you about this? Huh? Huh? Oh, no, no. And not kind of forbidden, but the government tried to stop a little bit because some go, some foreigners are also not very considerate, you know? Because they go there and they, treat, they are treated like God, so they think the Indian can afford like that forever. They did not consider, that's all. They just spend their time there living off <laughs> the people, and that's not right, yeah? And the people are poor, you know? Sometimes they, they borrow from neighbors and everything like that just in order to afford to treat you like a god, because that's their tradition. A guest comes to your house, he or she is a god, okay? You know what I mean? They don't discriminate. So this is an inborn quality also. I mean, it is a tradition, but they made it into their nature already. You see what I mean? So even if it's tradition, if you don't want to do it, you, you don't do it, or you do it reluctantly, it's different. They're very hospitable. Yeah. So in order to protect those poor and so pure, poor and pure citizens, the government, I heard, no? I wasn't very politically informed at that time. I heard, you know, those ashram meetings. <laughs> they all talk with each other, say, because of that. You know, the government has restricted visas or blah, blah, blah. I don't blame them. Maybe it's the right thing to do. <laughs> but the Indian people will never stop being hospital. Yeah, they even go to neighbor, borrow, or do anything, you know, to get some meal for you. Hmm? So if you ever go to India for any reason, please consider. Ah, you know already, everywhere you go, you live, you pay for your cost of living anyway, if you can, right? And if you can't afford it all, why go there? Huh? Okay? So that's that. Now you know already, huh? So you see, our system is like that. Just in case, you know, that person cannot afford it. Yeah? So that's why sometimes if uh, somebody drive me, your brother, sister drive me around, I, also, I give money for the, for the petrol, huh? Mm. But that person says, oh, Master, we're happy to do it. I say, yeah, yeah, but I do it all the time, just in case. You know, the system is just to make sure that the person do not deprive himself or his family of the necessity because of being hospital or reverent to you, just in case. Because if he is poor or he don't have enough, he would not tell you, no? How would he tell you, right? He doesn't want to. Maybe he doesn't want to upset you. Maybe he doesn't want to spoil the opportunity. Maybe he's just shy. Huh? Of course he wants to give you the best, but the best doesn't mean it's always best for him. Eh? So this system is good. You pay for what you get, and that's 
period. Okay? And don't blame me or anything. <laughs> I do the same. Just in case, yeah? Not just in India, anywhere. That's just to save, be safe, yeah? Be safe that your brother and sister are not lacked of any want. But of course, if you can't afford it and you really need it, and you just ask your brother honestly, can you really help me that or not? Yeah? Okay? That is a different story, okay? If he can, he help you, it's all right. And if you need it, you take it, yeah? And later repay or help somebody else. But not take advantage, that's what I mean, okay? And if you can afford it, always pay. That's, that's it's the best, yeah? Don't ask, yeah? Only when you can't afford it, then you ask, okay? Because you ask, maybe he can't afford it, he borrow, okay, and, and maybe he still can borrow, and you're desperate, you take it. Later you return it to him so that he can repay his neighbors or his friends. You understand me? Okay, very good. We are very smart. Cool. Any more questions? Any doubts about who number one, who number five? Huh? No doubt. About fakirs, yeah? About uh, Sufis, master, yeah? About Islam, a great uh, wise man, a prophet, etc., etc. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the master, or the Sufis master, they uh, they use also parables to talk to their disciples. Yeah, as you know, men. If you use sometimes the conventional means, the brain immediately <laughs> like shut down. I said, no, I heard like that. I did not hear like this, you know? Kind of, uh, they will have a kind, put up of uh, resistance. So most of the master, they use parable, parables, yeah? Uh, liken a situation unto something and telling a story in order to drive home some spiritual point, yeah? So if they talk about roses, it's not really roses they're talking about, yeah? If they talk about beautiful girls, it's not really beautiful girls that the master are interested in <laughs> or have in mind, yeah? <laughs> or even if they talk about, uh, excuse me, <laughs> sexual problem or, or, or jokes, that doesn't mean the master wants to talk about that, yeah? So what I'm just trying to tell you that uh, in the old time, the master used all means, you know? It depends on the level of the disciples. He will use that mean to teach them, yeah? yeah? Because some people don't understand anything else if he's uneducated. Uh, at the case of uh, the old time, many people illiterate, yeah? Even nowadays, still have some illiterate people in the world. It's a sad thing, but it's the truth, yeah? So the Master has to use all kinds of means to drive home the spiritual point. Yeah, because he make it interesting so that the disciple listen, that's all. Not because he loves uh, sexual jokes or things like that. Oh, mind you, it's also not that, uh, the, not the whole book <laughs> about sexual jokes, just uh, here and there, yeah? And that's enough to surprise me already. <laughs> Even I was surprised. I said, huh, <laughs> that? <laughs> and they still print it here, you know, as a collection of a joke or stories from one master or another master, yeah? 
Uh, up to now in this book, I haven't found any yet, <laughs> so <laughs> it's easy for me. Yeah. Okay. So what I mean is, uh, the master can use many means. Yeah. So if you don't know and you don't like it, just don't judge. Yeah. All right. Just for example, uh, one master in a Sufi's order. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He. Uh, it's just a parable. It's not the real thing. He's supposed to ask every of the people who come into his house or into that house to smell the rose. They have, they have beautiful rose in the garden, in the corner, and then tell everybody, go there to smell it, yeah, and describe what it is in two words only. And some people say something, some people say all kinds of things. The only the one who says is a rose. He <laughs> can stay in his house. And everybody else who doesn't know anything about it or who write nonsense, uh, then uh, cannot stay. Uh, miss the mark, you know, miss the point, yeah? Therefore, mm, when a master talks about rose, it's not exactly the rose, okay? It's not about the rose that he talks about. It's about to drive home something, yeah? Okay. There's a man who planted uh, an orange tree, yeah? It happened to be this orange trees are very special orange trees. They produce fruit. Uh, it produces fruit only uh, every 30 years or 20 years, a very long time. After 30 years, uh, maybe they have fruit. So everybody tell him, ah, what kind of uh, orange that you plant? What for? You already halfway to, through your life. Uh, you never know if you live until thirty years to eat this fruit, no? Why do you plant it? Yeah. And this person happened to be uh, the chief of the priest, you know? So so the man who planted the orange said, Oh, yeah, I know that. But uh, who knows, maybe I live until thirty more years to eat the orange. Or maybe at least, you know, my descendants, yeah? My successor will be able to enjoy it. So what's the harm, you know? No problem. Okay. And then this uh, story, you know, came to the, the king's ears. Or he also came and have a look at the orange, and he also said the same thing. What for you plant the trees in your old age like this, in your middle age, past middle age, and you never know if you will live until 30 years to eat it? So the man answered the same. Yes, uh, maybe... Oh, who knows, maybe I live until thirty more years, or at least my descendants will enjoy it. And the king agrees, okay, who knows, okay. Just in case I also, you know, the king, will live <laughs> for another thirty years or more, and you still live another thirty years, both of us maybe, that long, uh, long-lived people, then could you please uh, bring me some of these orange if it bears fruit, yeah? So... The uh, uh, the man, of course, said, Yes, it would be my honor and privilege to bring it to you. Uh, Thirty years later, truly the orange tree barefoot. So the, uh, the man, remember, and he took a basket full of it, yeah, cover it well, clean and nice, and bring it to the capital, yeah. And uh, there he met the the chief of security, and say that the king has wanted some of this, so I, will, I bring it to him. 
So he reported to the king, and the king said, "Oh yeah, yeah, good man that still remember me after three thirty years about what I wish. Good subject, good citizen. So reward him abundantly with a lot of gold pieces. Yeah, and he enjoy the orange. It's very special, sweet orange. When you eat it, you feel very, very energetic, very spiritually elevated." And feel very happy, contented. It's not just an ordinary orange. That's why it took took thirty years <laughs> to bloom. I guess that's why it's a very precious orange. So okay, said and done. He took his gold. And the king took his orange, and everybody happy. It will happen that there's another woman nearby his house, and he saw what he does. Yeah, she saw what he does, and she also want to offer the king some orange to get some. Gold, so she took some of her ordinary orange in her <laughs> yard, put it in the same similar basket, covered it well the way he did, and brought it to the capital, and demand to see the king, and and to get the gold. But the security man knows all about it, you know. So of course he doesn't let her in. And he, she came home with her own orange and complaining all the while. How come orange and orange? What? <laughs> Why I don't have any gold, and that man <laughs> have a lot of gold like that. She complained, complained, and complained. Yeah, because she was so angry and uh, concentrate on gold only. You know, she even forgot to ask the the special orange planter what really happened. So she keep complaining, complaining all the time, all the way. <laughs> Everybody knows about it. <laughs> But the truth is. It is a. It was a special orange that the, the man offered to the king. You understand me? Yeah. It's similar. The master used this to point out to the disciples that methods and methods are different. Yeah. Maybe you think you belong to this and that order or that religion, but you don't have the essence of it. Yeah. You don't have the lineage of initiation. You don't have the power connection to God. And that's not the same. That's not the same. Yeah. So no matter how many oranges you have, it's not the same as the one specially cultivated, uh, bloom only thirty years. Precious, you know. Precious. Yeah. The same. Uh, the master wanted to say that the method that he introduced to his disciples at that time, you know, the Sufi master, that was a precious one. It might look similar. <laughs> To any others, also like religious, a five commandment or ten commandment, or be good, do good, and all that. Yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah. You might have a, a bank account, but it's empty, <laughs> or only a few dollars in it. And you, another guy, might have a same bank, yeah, similar account, but he has a million dollars in it. So when he write a check, he write big. You see what I mean? Confident, and people trust it. But when you write a check, no matter how many zero you put in, <laughs> it doesn't help anything, does it? Uh, you might write the same, uh, you know, <laughs> number two, and put the, uh, you know, like five zero behind it. It makes no difference. It looks the same check from same bank, same amount, same number, but it don't produce anything. Similarly, 
if we do not have a fortune of meeting a real living master with a real living, uh, how you say, um, a lineage, you know, real living connection with the divine power, then no matter how long we sit, uh, no matter how much charity we do, it amounts to not much. Yeah? It might give us uh, a morally okay high, yeah? And uh, maybe people will praise us for being charitable. Yeah? And we might feel that, okay, we are very charitable, charitable and spiritual person. But feeling <laughs> is, uh, is not the same. And uh, so some of the humankind, many of humankind are deluded into thinking like that. There's no connection. Then there is no connection. When there is no electricity in the house, even the plug looks the same, yeah, and the outlet looks the same, <laughs> the cable looks the same. It's not the same. Yeah? Electricity is not connected. You know that or not? Yeah. The telephone is the same, but it doesn't work. Yeah? Because it's not connected. It has to be connected. Either the electricity already in the house, or you have to plug it in. Yeah. You know that joke about the 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 new uh, commander of the army, huh? he went into his brand new office and I uh, love it so much, he got, got promoted, you know, and feel very grand. And then suddenly somebody like a nobody come in with, you know, crumpy clothes and dirty, oily clothes and come in his office uh, and uh, and he want to impress that guy, you know, so he pick up the phone and say, oh, Hello, Mr. President. <laughs> How are you? You know, everything is okay there? Of course I can visit you, sir. <laughs> and, and then he keep blah, blah for a while. And then he turned to the dirty clothes looking guy and said, And you, hey, what do you want? <laughs> Sorry, sir, I came to connect your phone. Remember that joke, huh? I told you a long time already, no? I remember very well. Such joke you won't forget. No? <laughs> so it's just a show. It's just a show, a pompous show, if we don't have substance. Yeah. The light and the sound of God is the only method that we should connect. Because that's the real thing. It's not even a method. If we're not connected with the light and sound of God, if we're not connected with God, then we're not connected with God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no matter what we say, what kind of clothes we wear, how beautiful clothes or, you know, traditional or not traditional, or how many attendants you have around to make it look good, and uh, how many people come and listen to you, or how many people worship you, or how many people donate to you, it makes no difference at the end of the day. If you're not connected with God, you are not connected with God. Right? Yes. Now, you know very well the difference, right? Yes. Okay. So similarly, the other day we talked about NQ. Huh? Uh, what is NQ again? Anybody know? I'm Oh, I forgot. What is it? Noble quality? <laughs> okay. Wow, you have better memory. Good, good. At least you have some memory. <laughs> okay, so noble quality is the same. The other day we voted, not voted, but I informed you that India was the most 
the noblest or the most noble? What's in English? The noblest, right? The noblest country uh, at the moment on our planet. Yeah. And you have voted for so many countries, others, <laughs> which is fine and good. Yeah, I told you I'm glad that you saw the positive side of every other country that you suggested, that you, you guessed that it might be the noblest country. I was very happy that you even noticed yeah, the positive side of the people and the goodness of their countries yeah, and the noble point of their citizens. I was very happy. But no country has beat India yet. And the mark is so high. <laughs> you know, the runner-up is <laughs> very <laughs> far behind. You understand me? Yeah. It's not to say not to praise one country to another. I'm not even India, Indian, you know that, yeah? And I don't speak with that accent. You understand? <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, <laughs> so I have nothing to do with India. It's just the information that I got from heaven and I told you. Just for your information. It helped you nothing. Hmm? It helped you nothing to know that Indian, <laughs> India and Indian people are the noblest people or country in the world. It doesn't help you at all. Yeah? We have nothing out of it. It's just information, just like many other information. I, whatever I know, I tell you, yeah? Sometimes uh, we could share it with the public, some other times we could not, yeah? Because uh, maybe some of the public people are not ready to receive it. So some we keep. <laughs> yes. I don't know if we announce it to the world, people or other country will be offended or not. Yeah. Maybe we let them know, maybe not, yeah? But okay. The thing is, because why did you suggest many other countries? Yeah, because you saw some sparks of noble quality in them. That is fine and good. And it looks similar to India, perhaps, yeah? Also, look like very devoted to God, yeah? And look like a very charitable, very spiritual aspired, you know? But this might be copy. You understand me? Or maybe tradition to help. Maybe uh, because have a lot of money, yeah. Maybe a good leader, yeah, to direct all this money into helping other poor country, and that's very good for that country. Uh, uh, good for the that president or the good premier, yeah. Good uh, PM, yeah, uh, prime minister. Okay, but it's not necessarily of the whole country consciousness. You understand me? Yeah. Or people sometimes people do it out of, okay, we have to, you know. The church say we must be charitable. Yeah? Uh, the temple monks say we have to be good. Yes, so they try. That is very beautiful to try. At least you try. Huh? But the inborn quality of the Indian are different. They're not copyable. You understand me? Not copyable. They just do it like they breathe. Yeah? Like they comb their hair like they bath in the Ganges River. They don't do it with any motive at all. They just do it because it's just inborn in them to be good. Do you understand me? And even their country are poor, they still keep whatever the tradition... Beautiful, because they can't help it. If you come into their house, they just have to serve you. They just have to cook for you. They just have to treat you like a king, because that's the way they are. They do it with their heart. 
So this thing from the heart cannot copy. That's what I mean. Even if there is another country do exactly the same action like the Indian people do, so they still do it. It's still not the same. You understand the copy and the real. Mm-hmm. Therefore, that's why other countries cannot <laughs> match up to it. What you do out of uh, learning or out of uh, order or out of uh, tradition is not the same. Yes. Maybe in that country there are some good leaders, you see? So they, uh, the leaders uh, teach the citizen or make an example or govern the citizens well so that everybody goes toward that goal. So they use a public fund or anything at all to, to, to help other poor people or mobilize the whole country to become uh, religious adherents of one religion or another religion. But it's not the same as people are born with it. Nobody has to tell them anything. They're born into it. And they just have it in their gene. You understand me? And the people who are the same quality, of course, will be attracted again and again to India and be born there. <laughs> Therefore, the whole country become that. So you can't copy it, yeah? Just like if uh, a person who is charitable from the heart and she or he very, very uh, conscious of the suffering of others and anything she or he would do in her power or his power to elevate the suffering of the people, they do it with heart, you know, any time. It's different than the person next door who saw him doing it and tried to copy it, but not the same feeling not the same concern for the suffering of other people. But nevertheless, the copy is beautiful. Yeah? We have to start from somewhere. We have to learn from somewhere. So examples are extremely good. So uh, even the Indian people, they don't go out and teach anything, but many people go to India to learn, you see that? And emulate their kindness or their uh, hospitality. Of course, people don't write a record about it, yeah? (laughs) But they do. Many people do go to India and then feel the goodness uh, spread also <laughs> into their being, and then they go home and do the same. Yeah? Of course, it's not as good as the original, but it's very good. You see what I mean? Yeah. That's why India and not other country. Now you understand. It's not me who has chosen it. I did not <laughs> even think about that before I know that. You see? It's just that it comes to my knowledge, so I share it to you. It's not me who is the judge. How can I? What for? <laughs> what for I choose India over uh, United States or, you know, Germany or whatever? Why? Why? What, what for I do that? What can the Indian people give me? Chapatis, maybe? <laughs> yeah. You, you see the, the, the fairness of it? the objectiveness, eh? so you know that. I, because everything I say to you and do, it's just very objective, yeah? very fair and just. That's why you trusted me. Yeah? Otherwise, uh, how do you think, why? Why, Master? Why India? My country is better. You know, we give billions of dollars to charity. You know, we go to Africa and have this and that. That's fine. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. But it's not only money that we're talking about. Money is easier to give. You see, like for example, I give money to charity, or I give money so the disciple go out, you know, your brother and sister go out and 
help the poor. But I respect those people who go out there and help, you know, directly. I wish I could do it myself too. But it's not my direct job, you see? So it's not like I give money and then I feel proud about it. Okay, I'm the one who gives money. No, no, the one who goes there to the direct area and give it to direct the people, they are the great one. Yeah. So money is not everything. Yeah. But of course I have my feeling with it too. It's not like I have so much money that I can just throw it out like that. It's not really because we, <laughs> we are not a charitable organization, I told you. Yeah? We just give what we have and with our honest earning. Yeah. I wish we could give more, you know? But they're better than nothing. Yeah? In some poor country, if I give 30,000, it amounts to like uh, almost half a million or more than half a million. Do you understand me? Then for half a million dollars equivalent in America, you can buy a lot of stuff. So don't just say, okay, I have only 10,000. It's not too much compared to, for example, Bill Gates giving 10 million. Don't compare. Do what you can. You're not Bill Gates. You see what I mean? Do what you can. And I don't do it as a soul donor to the disaster victims. I do it in the knowledge that I'm just doing my part. Everybody else do my part. Can you imagine if many organizations, each one give only $30,000, the victim will be singing already. Yeah? Singing praise of God already. Yeah? That thing is miracle that God bestowed on them. Don't you think so? So, of course, it's not like I give everything or I know everything or I help everybody. It's not like that. We're just doing our part. Yeah? And that is... Uh, if everybody do their part, then the whole world is never in trouble of any kind. And, you know, like, even if 30,000 buy something for people, maybe they live well, one more day more or two more days, they wait for the bigger thing to come. You know, like a big Red Cross, United Nations, or big country, powerful money, uh, Mongol, to come and help them. But they have to live meanwhile first to wait for these big helpers, you know? We are not a big helper, of course. We're just doing something, what we can. And that helps them to survive for a while until some better things come. That's the idea, you see? Yeah, I wish I could be also the big thing, <laughs> a big helper. Yeah, but uh, sometimes it's not always a good thing because if you are a big organization, sometimes it takes so long also, and a lot of red tape and bureaucracy, and not necessarily the victim get it directly and right away. So we just go over there and give it directly as much as we can, yeah? Like in Vietnam we say, một miếng khi đói bằng một gói khi no. That means you just give me a morsel when I'm hungry, better than you give me a big bag when I'm full. Yes. Because that morsel will keep me alive for a while until I'll be able to stand on my feet or until somebody else uh, stronger, more powerful come along and help me. See what I mean? Without that muscle, maybe I die already. And it's too late for the powerful and the bigger helper to come. I'm dead. You see what I mean? So it's good we do our part. Yeah? And uh, even if we copy Indian, fine, just do copy. <laughs> do copy. Yeah. Maybe I'm only copy Indian. But in my heart, I feel the suffering of the people feeling. The more you practice, the more sensitive you become. You feel the broken arm of an ant. You feel the broken wing of a moth. Do you understand? That's why we cannot kill. Not that we don't kill. We can't. We feel 
what if else? How can we do it? You see what I mean? Anything make me suffer. If I see them suffer, I suffer. Even an ant or an insect that happened to fall on the ground, I would lift him up and say, you go out there, it's better for you. Yeah? Very gently, so that he won't die. His life is precious. He lives only half a day. That's all he has. You know? Life is precious to him. So any insect or anything, we cannot kill because we know he hurts. You see what I mean? It's not like you don't kill. You can't. <laughs> you cannot do it. You cannot bring, bring yourself to do it. And that is a natural law. It's not like Master Ching Hai imposed it upon you. You don't kill. You don't hurt other beings. You just can't. Yeah? Maybe in the beginning you, you say, OK, Master say I don't kill, so I don't do it. But later on, as you grow up in spiritual practice, you just can't. Even if I don't tell you, anybody else tell you to kill for your survival, you cannot do it. It just becomes you. You awaken within yourself the greatness, the nobility that you have it. Yeah? That is God-like. So this is a real thing then. Yeah? This is a real Indian. Okay? <laughs> you will all become Indian. <laughs> With all different color, white, black, yellow, red. Uh, half white, half red, <laughs> half black, half white, you know, like a zebra. <laughs> yeah, I rem remember that joke. Yeah, about about the the the, the black and the white kids uh, live next to each other. Black and the white neighbor live each other because the uh, white. A white kid just moved to the uh, black neighborhood. Not really a black neighborhood, but it happened that a couple of uh, black person, family lived nearby. So he, he first time he saw a black, you know, a kid, you know, <laughs> four years old. Master, why is his skin so black? It don't look like my skin. So mother said, oh, because their parents are black, honey. That's why they, they are born black. Just like your parents are white, you are born white. Ah, the kid understood. And one day the mother took him to the zoo, he saw the zebra. <laughs> Black, white, stripe, you know? <laughs> so he said, ah, mother, I know. If, if a white father or a white mother married to a black <laughs> parent, then the child will become like that. <laughs> Stripe, you know, black, white, black, white, black, white. <laughs> yeah, the child, the child understand everything. <laughs> he said, yeah, he has a black parents and a white parents together. I know. <laughs> the zebra must have, you know, half black and half white parents. <laughs> ah, so funny. Okay. <laughs> so we have to become like Indian, you know, Indian people. By heart, eh? Okay, yeah. It's good that they they are there and keep their beautiful tradition yeah, for you, for the people to 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 know about it and to emulate. But mind you, not everybody can see that from India, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Evidently not, huh? Only one of you say Indian, no? Everybody else vote for Canada, United States, Germany, you know, the powerful area. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's very good that you see the positive point. But India is India, okay? And uh, nobody can surpass that and nobody can emulate that.
And I hope the Indian people continue to live their tradition. No matter how poor they are, they are extremely rich. Yeah. When your heart is rich, you are truly rich. Money don't mean much. Oh, it does mean something. Well, if you can use it to help people and to nourish your family, that is something. Yeah? Of course. But it, it too shall pass, you know that already. Yeah? <laughs> Richness, poorness shall pass. If we don't take good care, or if it's our karma like that, yeah, it shall pass. Yeah? Or you give it away, also you don't have. Yeah. So anyway, it is good that the Indian people do what they do and continue to live the way they live. Even in their poor country, they still live the same tradition. Uh, did you read one of our magazines in which one of our funny messengers report about one uh, village in Rajasthan? That they're very poor, but they have a, a house there for the guests. Whoever go there can stay for a while and have a full boarding and lodging. Yeah? And they have nothing there, just desert. Water is even rare. But still the hospitality don't die. Yeah, the same. I mean, that is an extreme area, yeah, with no water, because it's a desert, Rajasthan, you know. It's, it's a desert-like kind of area, and very hostile-like environment. But the people's hearts are gold still. So you do understand this? It doesn't have to be money. But they do do that. The whole village put money there so that there is a hotel exists. I mean, talking about hotel, I know what that kind of hotel is. You, you stay on a mud floor, of course, and it's a mud wall made with uh, cow dung and mud. And it's a thatch, you know, roof. Oh, I live in many of those hotels in India. <laughs> yeah, they don't charge you anything. They don't charge anything. And, uh, of course, you can't stay forever, eh? Yeah. Everybody understands that, because you have to move on, huh? It's just for passing by travelers. You can stay three days or one week. And then you have to make room for somebody else. It's not like the villages are not hospital, but people passing by, you have to go, no? It's a hotel, okay? <laughs> it's not uh, your house, no? And you don't go there to live in a hotel forever, of course. But if you do, I don't think they throw you out or anything. It's just that everybody understands. You are a mendicant, a mendicant, you just go there, you take the hospitality if you don't have, and you go move on. And that's why I told you one time the government of India tried to limit the influx of tourists and the Western or not, because they go there, they don't understand it. They say, oh, you know, everything free. Why don't I stay longer or keep going in a different area, you know, and just stay free like that? It, you can do that, but you cannot stay too long in one place. You can move to the next village and stay in the next hotel for another few days, continue forever. And they always feed you and welcome you like they have never welcome anybody like that in the whole lifetime. So even in such a small, dirt-poor village, you know, no trees, not much, and no, no water, there's still hospital. And in the remote regions of uh, Himalayas, which I traveled before, they have such hotels everywhere. Oh, they don't even call it a hotel. I don't know what they call it. Maybe guest house. Yeah. You can come in and stay free, yeah, and uh, have meal also. I mean, very simple, you know, like the way they eat, dye and rice with salt in it, yeah, that's it. But you're, you're full, you have enough nutrition to go on, yeah. They have what they, they give you what they have, no? 
And in many places, you know, of course, I have learned that if I have money, I give. You know, I give at least the basic. You know, the the cost of it, not more, but I give. But I didn't have much money. I tell you, of course. Yeah, wherever I go, if you know, if I take something from it, I give some money. <laughs> yes, because I know it's for the next one. You know, for most of other India who are poor, who went there for pilgrim, they could afford it. You know, so they can repair the roof or whatever for the next customers. But they don't expect anything from you. That's the point. Yeah. You know, it's nice to live in a thatched you know, because India is very hot. If you live in concrete building, oh, it's, it's too hot. Yeah. Mostly they use a thatched you know, and mud to make a mud house. We call it mud house. You know, we the tourists, the spiritual tourists call it mud house. <laughs> and it is a mud house, all made with mud, you know, and straw, whatever they can find in the region. Okay. So Indian people are truly remarkable. They're truly hospital. It's not just a gesture of hospitality. They are hospitality. They are it, you see? They give you with the heart. Huh? They never think of counting of anything, you know. Uh, one time I was, uh, you know, I went different places and studied with so, so different teachers, you know. One time I am with one teacher, yeah, one master of India. He passed away already. And... Uh, and then uh, I went somewhere. But just like you, you went somewhere and stay in a, another initiate house or another center like that, you know? And sometimes a contact person, you know, you go there because you travel, happen to be nearby, and you pass by and you overnight in their house or stay a few days. Or the contact person would just receive anybody anytime they come. Every day they cook me the best food ever. You know, the same with the family. It happened that their family a little bit well off. Not that, not really well off, but compared to India, they're okay. And they just go and get vegetable fresh every day and cook every day. Yeah. And then I say, oh my God, this is a lot of work for you and your wife. He said, no, are you joking? This is an honor I would never dream of. Yes, I receiving people <laughs> of that master every day. Can you imagine? It's not because the master taught him that. It's just, it just him, it's just her, it's just the Indian people. They're like that. So if everywhere you go in India, you, you can see this kind of hospitality everywhere. Okay? So the Indian is like that. But of course, uh, some, you know, there are some rotten apple everywhere. Yeah. But mostly because maybe they learn it from <laughs> so-called foreign culture. I'm so sorry to say that. Yeah. Because in the old time, 100% people in India are vegetarian. And slowly, slowly, all the foreign influence come in. And now they may be only maybe 70% are vegetarian. Yeah. And their hospitality uh, go down to 60%, you know, the NQ. Before it would be more. Yeah, but never mind. Yeah, everything changed sometimes. Still... With all these changes, you know, with all the war before, with all the occupation, with all the influence, they still maintain the 60% nobility of the collective consciousness, the whole nation. Do you understand me? Yeah, this is really amazing. Yeah. I don't really love Indian people. I mean, not love like love or anything. I just really respect them a lot. In fact, I don't know, I just don't feel much. I just, I just tell you the truth. 
the fact like that, yeah? But of course, in my heart, you know, I feel reverence for such a race of people. If they have a lot of money and they're a rich country and they do such thing like a ho- mud house hotel, then it's, we would not be so surprised, yeah, and amazed. But their country are very poor, a lot of poor people. But you see now, they're not poor that much. Of course, there is still a gap between the rich and the poor because some people live in remote area and there's no access, no, no chance they become rich or anything. But now the Indian people, according to statistics, have more, more, million, more billionaires than the rest of Asia. Oh, you know that. It's on flying news. <laughs> yeah, I was the one who found that down. <laughs> you see what I mean? So even in the material sense, God also returned them the favor. Hey? Who knows, in, after a while, all the Indians become well-to-do and or have enough everything to eat. You understand me? Okay, wonderful. Very good. You're very smart. Any question? Spiritual question, curry question, anything. <laughs> yes? In India, there were always the first noble, most noble countries. Were always like this? Or? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. For the other country now, they they set like an example? I mean, other countries, they should... Yeah, invisibly, they set an example. But people are slow to learn. (laughs) Everybody applauds a hero, but not everybody wants to become a hero. That's the point. That's the main point of human. We all know all these great teachers, great examples of kindness and love, but how many of us emulate it? How many of us want to be the same or do the same, at least even to copy? You see, yeah? human learn too slow. That's why Indian was the top high, and the second runner-up is... It dropped very... <laughs> a big cliff between them. You know what I mean? I wish I didn't have to say that. It's not my statistic. It's statistic of the, the truth. You understand me? Yeah, okay, even if uh, people don't believe, they can go research, and they will know about it. This we can even prove it, yeah? It's not my statistic. I didn't have to do research anything. I just see it with the inner vision, that's all, okay? I didn't even think about looking for that. It just come out. Sometimes you meditate and information comes out, okay? I did not deliberately want to look for India to praise her or to, to make example, nothing. No, it just come out of a meditation information uh, database. <laughs> Any more question? Good question, good question. Anyone?